So, you know, why why are the Bitcoiners pushing this legal tender law uh, for Bitcoin? They want to make Bitcoin sort of the nationally accepted currency in in different nations, including the U.S. I I I believe that they definitely want legal tender status for Bitcoin in the United States. But, you know, Bitcoin was supposed to be sort of a freedom movement in the beginning. It's no longer a freedom movement at all anymore. Um, And why is that? Well, because the Bitcoiners have decided that, you know, free market, um, organic adoption, their, their persuasion of, you know, to try to convince people to use Bitcoin either as a medium of exchange or, you know, I guess as a store of value that they're trying to, to convince people that this asset will only go up and to the right uh, as far as, I guess, price or relative price to other goods and services. Um, so because adoption has been slow for them or too slow, uh, they want to mandate adoption at the threat of a gun. At the state level, they want to mandate and force the public to accept Bitcoin in private transactions, private debts. So there's a difference between a merchant accepting Bitcoin. Uh, now, you have to do that in El Salvador, I'm pretty sure. But other places like, you know, maybe the U.S., they wouldn't force a merchant to accept Bitcoin. But they are going to force um, someone who is a creditor, who basically lent money to somebody. Uh, If the person wants to send them Bitcoin to settle that private debt, the the creditor basically is going to have to accept payment in Bitcoin. And for the courts, this is why there's legal tender laws. It's basically just standardized to, to... for people to be able to say, for a judge to be able to say, yes, this standard was, you know, this payment was satisfied, this debt was satisfied, uh, you know. And so, you know, the Bitcoiners have at least two big problems that I see. Number one is Bitcoin is a service, but it's a really shitty service because no one is actually guaranteeing you anything with Bitcoin. That's the whole, that's the whole point. It's decentralized. There's not supposed to be anybody in control. When you purchase a Bitcoin or you're given a Bitcoin, no one is actually guaranteeing to you anything. No one is guaranteeing that you'll be able to get your transaction uh, in a timely manner. No one's even no one's even guaranteeing you that your transaction will go through at all. Uh, no one's guaranteeing you anything. You're not being guaranteed a service at all. Um, so that's number one. <laughs> How could the government <coughs> mandate? Bitcoin's legal tender in a service that's a really shitty service that basically you could call it a service, but what I'm trying to say is it's not really a service because a service requires someone giving you terms and conditions, and there's no one doing that in Bitcoin. No one has to accept your Bitcoin. Number two, no one really wants Bitcoin. It's not really final settlement. So how could you mandate legal tender laws on something that no one really wants. Everyone prices it in dollars. It has high volatility. Uh, and that's because it's not tied to anything real. And it's always going to have this volatility. I know the Bitcoiners think that it's not going to. Eventually, it's not going to be volatile. But I think they're wrong. 
so what I'm what I mainly want to say is that the Bitcoiners are are mandating at the threat of a gun by force, you know, by by wanting the state to mandate that people accept Bitcoin and private debts and also, you know, at the state level for for public debts, meaning tax, you know, they can pay their taxes in it, of course. Um, So that means that the public essentially is being forced to buy Bitcoin. Um, But again, why are they going the legal route? Why are they going the state enforced route? In my opinion, it's because they can't get real adoption. They can't get organic adoption, or at least not fast enough. They have to go to the state. They have to go mandate that people accept this stuff at the threat of a gun again. And they're really, they're going to, they're going to fail because they're putting the cart before the horse. No one is going to accept Bitcoin as final, final payment. Um, yeah, there's going to be some Bitcoiners that, that take advantage of this law if it ever gets passed, but no one really wants Bitcoin. You, in order for Bitcoin to become legal tender naturally, and I would actually totally be fine if it went the total free market organic route. If Bitcoin was widely accepted, you know, the medium of exchange, it was considered money because it was used to price basically all the goods and services were being priced in Bitcoin. And, you know, there's nothing stopping, you know, an energy company, um, an ExxonMobil or a Walmart from pricing everything that they sell in Bitcoin, not in dollars, but in Bitcoin. But why haven't they? You know, and I'm, I'm actually surprised that there hasn't been a bigger push to get some companies at least to uh, to price their goods or services, at least in Bitcoin. Yeah, there's a few, I guess. But I want to see them really taking Bitcoin. I want to see them actually pricing mortgages in Bitcoin or pricing uh, food in Bitcoin or pricing energy in Bitcoin or gas or whatever you can think of services, your dentist, I want to see them list prices in Bitcoin and not where it fluctuates in terms of the dollar. You know, and it's a it's a huge farce to say you're taking your salary in Bitcoin, but really you're just taking your salary in the equivalent, the dollar equivalent value of Bitcoin. That's not the same thing as pricing things in Bitcoin. So, you know, before you go to the state, you know, crying to the government to, to force legal tender, I think the Bitcoiners, again, are putting the cart before the horse they need to get companies to price, you know, they need to have Bitcoin as a real unit of account. They need it to be the general medium of exchange first, or else you're basically just um, slapping a certificate. You know, you're, you're, you're basically going to mommy and saying, uh, yeah, or, or say like a college, you're basically getting a college diploma uh, without really learning anything or without it really meaning anything. You know, like a lot of people just go get their bachelor's degree but then they don't do anything with it. It doesn't really mean anything. Uh, the grades are inflated. They didn't really learn anything. It's just a certificate and it, they don't really use it. They have enormous debt now in college and it's just sort of a farce and everybody knows it's a farce. And that's how I view these legal tender laws. Number one, it's not going to work. Uh, I, I think it's more of a marketing ploy by the smart Bitcoiners. They think that, you know, the, the people that are naive will see Bitcoins being, you know, legal tender in all these different countries um and so you know bitcoin must be it must be working well it's not working this is their solution to it not working they're trying to force people to use it uh because it's not actually working as a medium of exchange um 
you know, and I also have a big problem with the Bitcoiners that want to eliminate capital gains tax. I don't like capital gains tax either, but you know, what would be better is if the Bitcoiners, you know, advocated to eliminate capital gains taxes across the aisle, sorry, across asset classes, not just, not just for Bitcoin. And I think that the Bitcoiners are going to have enormous backlash because if you start making just Bitcoin legal tender, what about all the other 18,000 altcoins? I mean, I know that they, they're shit coins to the Bitcoiners, but you know, why not Ethereum? Could Ethereum be legal tender in some countries or could it be, you know, accepted for taxes in certain states? You know, perhaps, right? And, and I think the Bitcoiners would be upset about that. Uh, but they need, I think that it's a good thought experiment for them to think about because it just shows sort of that they're advocating for government power to grant them specific favors. You know, and just like I don't like the fact that the Bitcoiners are just advocating for no capital gains on Bitcoin, I don't like the fact that they're arguing um, for, um, uh, they don't like the, the BSA laws, but, and they think that, that Bitcoin miners are not money transmitters, but they fundamentally are. And instead of, you know, attacking this, you know, using the, the amount of marketing that they have uh, and the brand power of Bitcoin, uh, that they have enormous brand power, instead of using this to, rally voters to overturn the BSA, they, they basically think that they've outsmarted the lawmakers and that their specific technology, the blockchain or whatever, Bitcoin blockchain, uh, the Bitcoin miners don't, don't fall under money transmission laws. Well, I actually think, you know, under the broadest possible definition of the Patriot Act, they do because they are confirming transactions and they are moving money from A to B. Um, through a you know virtual ledger, I realize nothing is actually being moved, but you are updating a database, and this database includes you know movement of funds, and you know the Patriot Act says through any means you know possible, you're moving you're you're basically moving from A to B or from person to person uh, through any means possible, and that would include a virtual blockchain. Uh, so you know eventually the lawmakers are going to figure this out. Uh, and they're going to start regulating you. Um, and, and instead of using this opportunity in Bitcoin to to push, to overturn these terrible, you know, invasive privacy, invasive laws, the BSA laws, uh, you've just you've just you basically are acting like a monopoly, right, where you just want to take advantage of the technology that you think you created um, or the Bitcoin created Satoshi. And you think that, like, you have a little loophole here. Um, and so that gives you an advantage, right? Because, you know, every other financial institution has to go get regulated and that's a huge barrier to entry. And you think you have, you created, for sure, you've, you've done it now. You have a regulatory arbitrage here, but I guarantee you that's not going to last. Um, and just fundamentally, I, I think that it is breaking the law currently. Like as the law reads right now, I, I would view every single Bitcoin miner as a money transmitter. Um, you know, and all it takes is a, is a lawyer, you know, or, or a certain judge to have the same opinion that I do, uh, you know, and then be in a position that actually matters to enforce it. So I think the Bitcoiners are just barking up the wrong tree. Um, you know, they're misguided, I think. They're not trying to, like, eliminate taxes, capital gains for everybody. They're just trying to give Bitcoin, you know, a special opportunity here. And I understand kind of why they're doing it. They think that if they eliminate cap gains, that Bitcoin will be used more 
in transactions that people won't have to tally up, you know, every single, you know, sale in order to buy a cup of coffee. But that may be a, you know, very slight barrier, but the main barrier is the volatility of Bitcoin itself. Um, no one wants to spend Bitcoin or, or buy, buy things in Bitcoin or even sell things and accept Bitcoin because it's not stable. It's, it's not stable. And that's the main reason why, I mean, that's one of the reasons why it can never become money. It can never become, um, uh, a medium of exchange or at least a dominant medium of exchange, unless it's stable in price. Uh, stable coins have a lot, a, a lot going for them in that regard, uh, because they're tied to a real thing. And, you know, if you just view like Bitcoin is a kind of a cool technology, in my view, it's technology, it's a service, uh, but it's, it's not tied to reality. So it can never, it's not a real commodity. I don't care what the CFTC says. It's not a commodity. Um, it is not tied to anything. It doesn't really have utility. It's not, it's not held at rest. It's not something that is considered final settlement. And that's why these legal tender laws that they're pushing are just fantasy. And they're just lipstick on a pig. They're they're, and it really shows too that the bitcoiners are now running to the state, um, to basically mandate bitcoin adoption. And I, I think that's the, the the big point here is that the bitcoiners they don't they're not getting the adoption they want, so they're running to the state. They're they're vying for state powers. You know they want the they want the government now to be the the biggest miner. They want the. It's funny because two years ago. They worried about governments getting over 51% hash rate. Now they want governments to mine Bitcoin, to hold it on their balance sheet. They, they want governments uh, to, do, to basically now control Bitcoin. Because if you, if you have 51% of the hash, you're controlling Bitcoin. Uh, and so you know, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't care if, if Bitcoin, again, became legal tender after, you know, not after 10 years, can you really can you really think why after just 10 years this this volatile thing would become legal tender i i mean how long did it take gold and silver to become like money or the dominant medium of exchange a long time i think um you can't just introduce this human created new asset and expect after like 10 or 15 years that it become legal tender especially when it's not being used organically as a medium of exchange. Um, and, and part of that is because, you know, the big, most people are buying Bitcoin to get rich. So money itself is not something that should be desired uh, to get rich off of. Yeah, there's different, you know, people have gotten rich off, you know, speculating on currency valuations, you know, compared to other currencies. But that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about like, y- you don't buy a commodity just to like get rich off of it. Yeah, you can speculate, but that's, it's mainly to maintain your purchasing power. But the Bitcoiners um, see, see Bitcoin as like a, a high value growth tech stock. And it really is. It's more like an equity or stock. Um, it's a bet on the future of Bitcoin. Um, and that future is not here yet. And, and because they, it's not here yet, again, they're mandating it at the state level. So I view the 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 complete um, you know 180 shift in the bitcoiners from being anti-government let's you know free market people we're not going to force anyone to accept bitcoin 
it's going to happen all organically because the free market will just like Bitcoin because it's the soundest money. Well, evidently it's not if you're running to the state uh, for state power to mandate government start buying Bitcoin, mining Bitcoin. You have got the governor of Texas applauding the city of Fort Worth mining Bitcoin now. I mean, absolutely crazy uh, that a Republican governor like Ted Cruz thinks it's good use of taxpayer funds to buy Bitcoin and hodl it. Um, you know, what if they were, what if they bought Doge? You know, what if they mined Doge? Um, so <laughs> anyways, it just shows you the failure of the movement that they're crying to government. They have to have government power to get, basically get any kind of real Bitcoin adoption. And I think they're still going to fail because, you know, basically, um, only the people who have Bitcoin, the whales, if legal tender laws pass, you know, they might buy a, buy a, you know, they might get a home, maybe a mortgage or whatever. Um, but the mortgage probably will dictate, you know, the contract, the private contract probably will dictate, um, maybe you get to pay in dollars, but I guess if the Bitcoiner really wanted to pay in Bitcoin, if it's legal tender, you know, they probably have to accept it. They'd probably go to court and the judge would say, Hey, look, well, you, yeah, you did pass these legal tender Bitcoin laws. So technically you have to accept Bitcoin. But there's not going to be that many people that have a lot of Bitcoin to pay a mortgage with. I mean, there's like a huge asymmetry in the amount of people that actually have Bitcoin in, in you know, large quantities that they could pay like a million dollar mortgage with Bitcoin. It's just not that many people. Uh, so it won't really be used. It'll just be sort of a thing that, that maybe exists for a while, um, but then it'll be used politically against you. Uh and create probably just massive backlash, especially if the capital, no capital gains thing, you know, on Bitcoin comes through. I mean, look at all the, pe- the people in Bitcoin who, who've made millions of dollars, billions of dollars. And now, you know, the left already is very upset that, that um, the right doesn't want to pay taxes or whatever. And now you have these Bitcoiners that have made all this money and they don't want to pay taxes and just on their own little special token. You know, you think the Ethereum people will be okay that Bitcoin just gets a special pass and they don't? I mean, no, of course not. Um, it'll be a huge thing. So I think this is just, I think this is just noise. I think this is just marketing for the Bitcoiners, the smart Bitcoiners, the whales to, to dump, um, to dump into this news. Uh, that's all this is. I, I don't think these people are serious or if they are, I think they're just deluded. I think that they live in their own little bubble, uh, but I don't see this working out well for them.